listening to Spitball with Adri Paul Holt Mellows and Marcus Innuendo Bingo Henson. Hello and welcome to this week 15 episode of Spitball. I'm your host, Adri Ballhawk Mallows. Unfortunately, Marcus could not be with me this week due to some scheduling issues, but being the true gen that he is, he recorded a special holiday message for you. Hi everyone, this is Marcus. I'm afraid it's, I can't be there today uh, in person. It's a crazy time of year, as we all know, but I want to wish everybody out there, or every one of our listeners, a, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, the whole works, wherever you are. Hopefully we'll talk to you in the new year where we will spit some more ball. Have a good one, guys. Join me after this short break for the quickfire roundup of the Week 15 action. It's football on your phone, that's what I said. It's football on your phone, you can watch it in bed. Take it with you wherever you go. Show your friends and watch them all go We start this week, as always, with Thursday Night Football and more of those beautiful colour rush uniforms with Tampa all in red and the Rams in gold. Case Keenum was starting at quarterback for the Rams and he had a great start, hitting Tavon Austin and Kenny Britt for touchdowns, putting the Rams up 14-3. Into the second quarter now and Todd Gurley and Tavon Austin added more TDs, putting the Rams further ahead. The Bucks rallied late and were within a score of tying the game, but a failed onside kick ended their hopes and handed victory to the Rams. 31 to 23. Buffalo at Washington now and Kirk Cousins would say, You like that? You like that? Well, he certainly did on Sunday. Over 300 yards and four TDs in the air and one on the ground helping Washington overcome the Bills to sit atop the NFC East. Bills would mount an attempted comeback with Taylor and Watkins finding the end zone twice, but as we say, it wasn't enough. Washington wins 35 to 25. Jets at Cowboys now and this quickly became a night to forget for Matt Castle as an early interception led to him being benched in favour of Kellen Moore. Moore didn't have a great night either and it honestly felt like the defence were making more receptions than the offence. Turnovers kept this game close and with under a minute to go, the Jets got the winning field goal to take this game 19-16. Green Bay at Oakland now and the Packers secured themselves a place in the playoffs with this unconvincing win as the Raiders and Derek Carr gave away 14 first quarter points off takeaways. Amari Cooper would find his way back onto the stats and into the end zone with 120 yards and two touchdowns. However, the Packers sealed out the win with a TD from Rodgers to the hoodie wearing Jones. You gotta love that hoodie and win this game 30-20. We move on to the NFC North battle now between the Bears and the Vikings and this game was all about Teddy Bridgewater, especially as Vikings running back Adrian Peterson picked up an early knock which led to him leaving the game. Bridgewater threw four touchdowns on the night and even had an excellent touchdown run where he did his best Superman impression at the goal line. A link to that run will be added to the show notes. Vikings got the comfortable win, 38-17. Cleveland at Seattle now and Seattle showed their playoff potential as a Seahawk defense suffocated the Browns offense while Wilson and the offense ran a perfect game plan to secure playoff football for the fourth straight year. Positives for Cleveland? Rookie Duke Johnson looks like a potential future star but that was all the positives you can say for them. Seattle cruised to victory 30-13. 
Atlanta versus Jacksonville now and Atlanta bounced back after their humbling defeat last week to the Panthers. The Falcons scoring started with Devontae Freeman and Julio Jones but for me this game turned right before half time as Blake Bortles was intercepted right on the goal line and it was run back into field goal territory with just two seconds left on the clock. The Falcons got the field goal and were up 17-3 at half time. The Jags did rally in the second half including a circus catch from Marquise Lee. Again that will be in the show notes but in the end the Falcons were too strong and they won this game 23 to 17. Denver at Pittsburgh now and this game was a tale of two halves late on Sunday as Brock Osweiler and the Broncos picked apart the Pittsburgh defense to lead 27-13 at halftime. But 21 unanswered points in the second half, two touchdowns from Antonio Brown would see this comeback complete as the Steelers chase the Bengals for the AFC North crown. Broncos slipped back-to-back games to sit 10-4, just one game ahead of an informed Kansas City. We come on now to the battle for top place in the AFC South. The Texans took on Indianapolis, who have never lost to the Texans whilst playing at home in Indianapolis. Both teams were again without their first-choice quarterbacks, and thanks to an injury to TJ Yates, the Texans were on to their third-string quarterback in Brandon Whedon. This game did not have a whole lot of highlights, to be honest, except for some receptions from Houston's receiver to Andre Hopkins. The Texans came out victorious and lead the AFC South after this 16-10 victory. Miami at San Diego now and an emotional game in San Diego as it could possibly be their last home game in that stadium for Chargers fans. San Diego controlled the first half to lead 23-0 and things looked from bad to worse for Miami as they have a season to forget. On the upside, British player Jay Ajay got his first NFL touchdown in the second half but it wasn't enough and the Chargers came away victorious 30-14. The much-anticipated Giants versus Panthers now, and over the recent years, the Giants have become famous for being undefeated teams. Odell Beckham Jr. had a chance to put the Giants up on their first possession, but an uncharacteristic drop ended that chance. Unfortunately for Beckham, his night didn't get any better as he found himself literally fighting with Panthers defensive back Josh Norman, and both players gave away unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, but we're going to come on to that later in the show. The Panthers built a big lead thanks to Cam Newton and his accurate passing, Giants did muster a late comeback to tie the game at 35 all thanks to a reception from Odell Beckham Jr. Cam Newton had just under two minutes to show why he should be the MVP this year and boy did he deliver driving the Panthers down the field for Gano to kick the winning points. Panthers remain undefeated with this 38-35 win. Cincinnati at San Francisco now and AJ McCarron led the Bengals to his first NFL win and keep Cincinnati in control of the AFC North. Have to give credit to the Bengals defense who picked apart the 49ers offense literally with three interceptions of Blaine Gabbert. A bad season gets worse for San Francisco and they lost 24-14. Titans versus Patriots now and boy did the Patriots defense come to play. Jamie Collins made a great play to force a fumble from Mariota who would later leave the game with a bad knee injury. We hope he's okay. Mariota's replacement didn't have much luck either as the Patriots defense picked off Zach Mettenberger twice. This game showed that there is a real golfing class at times in the league and the Patriots continued their march towards the Super Bowl with this 33-16 win. Arizona at Philadelphia now and 
Arizona may be down to third string running back David Johnson, but that turned out to be a good thing. He tore apart the Eagles defense with 187 yards and three touchdowns, one of which was a beast mode run. The defense had a triple set of twos, two sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries and two interceptions, one of which was a TD. This led to a loss for the Eagles and it now drops them behind the Redskins, but the NFC East is still to play for. Arizona won this game 40-17. to Kansas versus Baltimore now, and some of you may have seen from this week's blog that the Ravens were wearing some horrifically gold-coloured pants. They were so bad they even made this week's Sheck Report, a link to which will be in the show notes. Back to the game now, and both teams exchanged touchdowns early on before Branch ran a fumble back to the house to put the Chiefs up by a score. Kansas used that score to build a nice lead, but with the last play of the first half, Jimmy Clawson pulled a rabbit out of the hat and found Aiken on a Hail Mary pass which led to a score. That will also be in the show notes. Unfortunately for the Ravens, that's where their luck would end and two interceptions from Marcus Peters in the second half helped the Chiefs to victory 34-14. Detroit at New Orleans now and another game with the tale of two halves. Detroit held full control as Matthew Stafford threw for three touchdowns in the first half. New Orleans had a chance to score before the half but the touchdown was taken off the board. Not once but twice due to penalties. Penalties seem to be a big theme this year and we're seeing an awful lot of them killing teams including my beloved Buffalo Bills. In the second half however the Saints tried mounting a comeback but to no avail as Joyk Bell's touchdown in the fourth quarter sealed the win for Detroit 35-27. to I think I think coaches win players and I think managers win their employees so I think I think players win games and coaches win players and I've never seen a coach score a touchdown, and I've never, I've never seen a coach make a tackle. Um, and therefore, if you think as a coach that you can scheme yourself to success and scheme your kids to success, you're so wrong. We come on now to the weekly musings, and it's always strange doing this when you don't have someone to bounce off, so really missing Marcus for this segment. But after the fighting and several personal fouls between Josh Norman and Odell Beckham Jr. this year, I asked the question, should there be a maximum amount of personal fouls allowed per game before players are ejected? Let us know what you think. You can tweet us at BallHawksNest, at Adri Mallows, and also remember... Hey guys, if you want to get a hold of Audrey or Marcus, send them an email at ballhawksnest at gmail.com. I did get the chance to ask Marcus this question via email, and Marcus thinks the NFL should look to implement a temporary sin bin type system to let players cool their heads for 10 minutes without having to immediately move to ejecting them completely from games. Let us know what you think. See what you think about my theory, about Marcus's theory. Again, remember you can get in touch with us. Tweet us at ballhawksnest, at Adri Mallows. And of course, my good friend at Marcus underscore Innuendo. Next up, with the Broncos form of late, you have to wonder, will they lose out on the playoffs? Because if Pittsburgh, Kansas and the New York Jets win out, it could happen. And you have to remember, they've got Brock Osweiler in there rather than Peyton Manning. And yet they're still managing to struggle, even though Manning really doesn't seem to like that system there in Denver. And you have to wonder also, is this going to be the last year for Peyton Manning? finish off now with my thoughts around the Pro Bowl players and teams that have been drafted this week. Want to know who are you looking forward to seeing? Well, 
Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing Charles Woodson, the defensive back for the Oakland Raiders. He's announced that he's going to be retiring at the end of the year, and I think it's a great way for him to sign off his career because he's had an amazing career, played both cornerback and safety, and to be honest, he's playing possibly some of the best football of his career this season, if you ask me. Another player I'm looking forward to seeing is Luke Keekley, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. We've seen the Panthers are 14-0 this year, and a lot of that is down to Cam Newton, but at the same time, a lot of that is also down to Luke Keekley's play on the field and how he commands that defence. Again, guys, let us know who you are looking forward to seeing. Tweet us at BallHawksNest, at Adri Mallows, at Marcus underscore Innuendo, or remember... Hey guys, if you want to get a hold of Audrey or Marcus, send them an email at ballhawksnest at gmail.com. Who are you? I don't even know your name. What's your name? Turn around. Let me see your name. Turn around. Let me see your name. Turn around. I don't know you, bro. You're having one of those days. Hey, baby. You're having one of those days. I say that to say this. If you wouldn't have did what you would have did, then we wouldn't have been where we was at to get what we got. That just don't make no sense, dog. Marcus, put your shoe on. Put it on. Jeez. I can't finish with these gloves. <laughs> I'm a teeth. I got to my tooth. I wish I had some gold so you can buy me some teeth. We come on now to our weekly and impact. Now again, uh, Marcus has kindly been able to email me his thoughts on this week, so I'm actually going to start with Marcus's impact. And he has gone for... Kirk Cousins, quarterback for the Washington Redskins, with his performance this week against the Buffalo Bills, completing 22 out of 28 passes for 319 yards, four touchdowns, had no interceptions, and he also managed to rush for a touchdown. I still don't understand how that happened myself, but he had a great game and he's really starting to lead that team. And who knows, they could now go on from that to win the NFC East. My impact this week Sticks in the same game between the Redskins and the Buffalo Bills, but I've actually gone with... Jordan Reed, tight end for the Washington Redskins. He had seven receptions on seven targets, 84 yards, two touchdowns. He was the very definition of unplayable for me on Sunday, and the Bills' defense just could not handle him. Question for you guys out there, could he be the next Gronkowski? We move on now to our weekly... And again, I'm going to start with young Marcus's... This week, he has gone with the New York Jets over the New England Patriots. I think this is going to be a good choice by him. Gone for a 55-45 to swing by three points or less. Now, with the way that that Jets defense is playing of late, you wouldn't put it past them. But again, those sneaky Patriots do often find a way to win. So it's going to be a great game to watch. Keep an eye out for that one. And of course, see if Marcus is right with his... Anyway, on to my... And this week, I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Baltimore Ravens. And I think this is going to be a bit of a rout. I think this is going to be at least 70-30. We're talking by 14 points or more. The way both teams are playing at the moment, the fact that that Steelers offense is really clicking, Antonio Brown is making a nuisance of himself, scoring great touchdowns, and of course, following them up with some great celebrations. So there you have it. Steelers over Ravens by at least 14 points, and Jets over Patriots by three points or less. (laughs) 
Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire. We specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs, whether it be field recordings, fox pops, or capturing the atmosphere during social events. Editing is a very time-consuming job, so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you. Just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound, and we will do the rest. We can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too. Visit us now, spanheadproductions.weebly.com. That's spanheadproductions.weebly.com. Well, that wraps it up from me for another week. All that remains is for me to thank our producer, Mark Taylor, from Spamhead Productions. Remember, we are downloadable on iTunes. And again, if you want to get in contact with us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter, at BallHawksNest, at Adrian Mallows, at Marcus underscore Innuendo. Or if you want to be old school and email us, remember... Hey guys, if you want to get a hold of Adrian or Marcus, send them an email at BallHawksNest at gmail.com. And until next time, football fans, when I will hopefully be back with young Marcus himself, stay safe, take care, and thanks for stopping by. <laughs>